Good morning. It is Monday, December 6th, and I was reminded this morning, watching the beautiful Annie, that whether today is bad or good, the sun will come out tomorrow. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. If I said it once, no need to repeat. Run up on me, watch your phone. You got me with that intro. Go ahead. Elaborate, the- Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, here's the thing. Sometimes when you're watching Annie, you you just like you get in your head about all of the the like deep level stuff that comes out in this this song that has been you know of the ages right uh, of an orphan girl singing it and you just you just think about all of the things that you wrap up in a single day uh, the good the bad the ugly all of those things and and you just realize hey look if you're thinking about tomorrow. It's going to be okay because you get a new day every single time. You get a, you get a refresh. Um, and so whether it's good today or bad today, you get a refresh from yesterday or tomorrow. And uh, I was encouraged by that this weekend. So it's, it, 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 was just a little, uh, it was just a little shout out to Monday because we've got a new week. And, uh, and whether your Monday started off a little bit of a wreck like mine <laughs> or amazing uh, you've got a fresh day of restart. Uh, and so also if you haven't watched Annie, it's really, really good. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine what Annie's TikTok account would be like? It'd be pretty awesome. She'd be like, she'd be like a hashtag positivity kind of person. She would. She, oh yeah, absolutely. And, and it'd be just absolutely like hilarious. Cause I feel like the, the juxtaposition of daddy Warbucks and then her history. Oh, my gosh. Is, oh it would. Yeah. She would, she, Annie would own social media these days. Absolutely. <laughs> so listen, we have, uh, I know that's not what everyone expected to hear when they turned the podcast on this morning, but that's great. What you almost heard was way worse because on Friday, so Kyle and I have a big week of travel coming up. Um, we're going to be in Texas and Miami and all kinds of places pr- pretty much starting tomorrow. So we were thinking, we were thinking, like, I'm going to take today off. I'm, this is this is how I take a day off, by starting with a podcast. But to, to spend with the family, because I'm not going to see my kids again until Saturday. It's just kind of that end-of-year push. And we, on Friday, we're like, all right, let's pre-record Monday. We don't like to pre-record. We try not to do it. Um, so we were going to pre-record today's show on Friday. And we're like, all right, all right, let's 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 do this. And it's the end of the day Friday, and we want to want to make sure it's, it's, it's out and it's ready and scheduled. We get, like, six minutes into it, and, like... <laughs> I just hit the stop button. I was like, this, actually, I probably should find it because I didn't hit the, re- the stop button first. I was just like, this, this sucks. Is, right? This is terrible. This is terrible. <laughs> right? And so I hit the stop button. We're like, we can't do that. Like, we, we value you too much to put out a garbage podcast for first thing Monday morning. So, well, no, instead, what was so good about it was then you were like, oh, no, let's try again. We're going to go like this, this, and this. And I looked at you and like, that just sounds boring. <laughs> like, that sounds terrible. I wouldn't listen to that. That's rule number one. Make content that you yourself would listen to. So here we are. We have a couple stories for you to talk about today. Uh, we have a, our very first guest host tomorrow because i'm going to be in the air during podcast record time so kyle's gonna have a guest host you have to tune in tomorrow to see who that is and um and then we'll just see where it goes from there but today we have a few things to talk about uh number one i just want to make sure that you all know we're having an extravaganza we talked about it already december 20th circle your the date on your calendar we put out uh, a call for some sponsors and supporters 11 of the 14 slots filled within 24 hours and people are starting to sign up for this show so the energy is building. People are sending us DMs. We're like, we think we know where you're having it. I think we're going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> you're 
You know what I love about it is that it's called an extravaganza. I, I shared your post on Friday and the only word I used was unconventional, right? I mean, yes. wh- what do you think of normally when you think of a year end event? It's like, let's put all the, th- the normal things together and talk about next year and, you know, keep it no- nice and straight and calm. And we'll just look back and look forward. And we just said, hey, we're going to call it an extravaganza. We're going to get a little bit crazy. We might do some things on there that you just haven't seen at a year end event in typical Asodu fashion. It's probably going to feel like a variety show meets a telethon meets a <laughs> new. Don't tell them meets, it's a telethon. <laughs> meets, well, we're not going to ask for any money. Good. Yes. Not, there we, we go. We might actually be giving away money. It's like a reverse telethon. <sighs> it might, might be like a reverse telethon. Perfect. And something between that and like, you know, old school 60 minutes. We'll see where we go, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, the only thing we have set up for it right now is a LinkedIn live event. So if you go to uh, Automotive State of the Union on LinkedIn and follow that event, you'll get the most up to date. Or if you are not on the email list, please sign up on the email list, dealerspushingback.com. Uh, we sent out a humdinger this morning. We send out one every Monday. And um, we're going to start be sending it out every day uh, pretty soon here. More to come about that. But speaking of monthly emails. I was hoping you were going to say that. Hit it. Hit it. Segway. Time. It's all you, Kyle. Speaking of monthly moving to weekly is Automotive Ventures. If you know Steve Greenfield, who's a friend of Asodu for sure, and one of the most uh, studious uh, people in our industry, always looking at what's happening in the M&A world or the SPAC world as far as money flowing in automotive, uh, both to automotive vendors or the EV space or uh, both internationally and nationally. Uh, he is moving to a weekly email. So if you don't already get uh, the the Automotive Ventures monthly newsletter, highly recommend uh, going to AutomotiveVentures.com and signing up for that. But he's going to be listing uh, weekly auto tech transactions, which I'm really excited about because it's kind of super niche as far as that goes. But it, it's wild. You said, I think you texted me this morning. You said, I'm blown away that that many things happened in one week. I know it. It felt like a quarterly. <laughs> it felt like a quarterly update. Right. I mean, I can't believe so much. Yeah. Well, he went, he went from international for, you know, from autonomy to electrification to dealer tech and, um, you know, assembly. Even a, you know, discount tire acquiring tire rack. Right. Like it's, it's kind of like, yeah, just a really interesting blend. So I wonder what'll happen with that. I love tire rack. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Yeah. I, I love the blend and I love, uh, you know, I, I think that it is important for, uh, dealership employees for vendor employees to have, uh, as we say, you know, uh, what, what this podcast or what the weekly pushback move into a daily pushback is, uh, yep. it's, it's really like keeping your mind, uh, you know, on the newest so that you can have that one foot in the future, one foot in today and understand like what the movement is, where you can shift your business practices and principles to, to, to be aligned with the market or to leapfrog the market, whichever. So, uh, sign up for it for sure. For sure. There's so, okay. So we don't have enough time to give you like a lot happened. We talked about, you know, Bitcoin changing. I mean, sorry, Twitter changing to block. Uh, we talked about, um, I don't know if you saw Guatemala, or no, El Salvador bought the dip when Bitcoin dropped over the weekend. It was like 20, 30% down. They bought 150 coins. Did they we, have really? a con- we have a country now buying Bitcoin on the dip because they see the future in it. And I wish we had more time to talk about that. We don't because you brought up a really great little piece of automotive news. As everybody knows, 
we've been talking about EVs um, pretty regularly in our weekly pushback email and on this show. And a concern that you and I have brought up saying like, I know even as early as last week, there's so much rhetoric and there's so much talk around it, but like, where, where are all the materials going to come from? Where's the power grid going to catch up and all that? And what did you see this morning? Well, it was crazy. I just went to automotive news, um, because I'm a savvy auto guy. Yes. Yes. As a, <laughs> hey, he, he's, he subscribes to automotive news. Right. So I uh, went to automotive news and of course, as is like the history of the last six months is the front page is littered with EV news. But the lead article is this EV global supply chain isn't so pretty. And if you dig into the article just a little bit, you see that the Democratic Republic of Congo, Congo supplies 70% of the world's cobalt, which is like a big piece of EV batteries. And they just pointed to the poor working conditions, uh, the use of uh, child labor and um, low, low wages in that area. Uh, so if you think about that, like the, the ability to get EV materials, though EV is like a, a global standard for, um, you know, pushing back against, you know, gas usage and global warming and all that. The human level of it is is quite an interesting pro- proposal wow. there. Yeah, I think there's gonna, going to be a lot of areas where this constantly, you know, you, you fix one problem or you come up with one new thing and then you you see a new problem and then you have to innovate and develop around that, right? It's our innovation stack mentality. But I'll tell you one place where you're never going to see a child on an oil rig, Kyle. That is true. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But just just to be, I mean, to be clear, like at, through this change and through this trajectory, when the world's flipping upside down, every time we come up with an innovation, three more problems pop up, right? Mm. That were not that were not problems before because we weren't solving things in that way. And isn't that just the mentality that we've been living in for the last 20 months? I mean, longer than that, but I mean, pretty acutely over the last 20 months. And and it's not over, right? Things are still shifting. We yeah. don't know if things are going to land. I mean, think about that at the day-to-day level from a dealership, right? It, it, like, break break that down to innovating within the dealership. Say, I want to provide pickup and delivery services for oh, my man. customers, right? Easy, easy. Just put a button. Which put a sounds, button yeah, put a button that says, yeah, we can do that. But the the downline effect of staffing or scheduling or accounting even um, and, and all of the pieces that you have to then like check off because you wanted to make one thing better, right? It then created a line of, of things that you needed to solve for. And, and, and the question is, is are you willing to go through the, the pain – that that might happen along that or or the or the frustration to solve for the 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 high the the front level problem with all of the root problems that come up and um what what i typically see is that if you're willing to go through all that take the time to kind of like lead yourself through that that innovation stack it works out in the end for the employee and for the client Um, that's true it, it does work out and so i think you know like that may sound like a, a, a dangerous article from the EV uh, perspective, but to bring it back up to that level, I think what's really cool about it is if, you know, these EV manufacturers, you know, Nissan says they're going to invest 
over 17 billion by 2030 to roll out 23 new electrified vehicles. If people, if Nissan and Toyota and Tesla all, you know, take that article to heart and go, okay, so that's a problem along the supply chain. How do we, how do we, like, what's the innovation piece that has to happen there to make this yep. not about just a global impact, but a human impact? I think that I think that will come out in the end. Hopefully, my hope is that we'll come out in the end in a place that um, works for everybody. We we I think we will. I mean, look what happened in the coffee industry, right? Coffee was like, mm, yeah, coffee. The industry was just like, hey, it was just something that it was like a necessary evil, right? People really didn't enjoy craft beverages, and then you know Howard Schultz helped make that move forward a lot. He visited Italy and was just overtaken by the co the coffee culture over there brought it to the u.s it went huge mass market right all of a sudden massive consumers of coffee then before you know it right now when i bought my my bag of coffee fresh beans right th the whole bag is typed up of how we work directly with growers and how yes. we make sure they get fair wages right so like the attention got shifted back because there is now a demand and i think there is an appetite to make sure we're responsible especially on the human side of the business. Granted, in the beginning, right, we're a little thoughtless about it, right, because it's hard to think about where the battery came from, right, when I'm just driving my car down and where the cobalt right. came from that's in the battery. But, you know, I think that there's this broad attention. I think you're right. I think that it will go that way. I know we're kind of running out of time here. I had this thought over the weekend, one of our clients from Contagious Auto sent us a message and a photo of a, a general manager getting their team fired up mm. around an articulated brand message. And, you know, that's we've said that we think the marketing department is the Trojan horse into the industry where the marketing and through messaging and marketing like you can those people can be fired up and get people aligned. But I'm going to say this today. What if you you, dear listener, were the Trojan horse for your store today? Right. And you're the one that went in with the mentality and the mindset and the energy and enthusiasm to push through the Mondays and push through all the challenges that you have. And you were the unexpected source of encouragement, innovation, and positive attitude. Guess what? You can be. Yeah. That's the best part. I, I absolutely love that. I think that's a great way to end a day because my, my constant song is that every single person is a leader, that it doesn't take, you know, you waiting on your marketing department or you're waiting on your, on your GM or you're waiting on your owner. It can be you that's today right. leaning in leaning into the concepts that we bring up in this show uh, the things that you're reading and and learn that you can be the trojan horse into betterment not just for the people around you but your go, customers the people really want to know who i is and who i be they stop and stare when they see me if it's said it once no need to repeat run up on me watch you fall to your knees